0: Hey, Mum, come and have a look at this. I've got something to show you. Oh, God, what do you want now, Arthur? Go on, read it out. Mummy's Boy with Arthur Hill. A brand new podcast starring Arthur Hill and his mother, Lise. What the bloody hell is this? I've signed us up to do a podcast. See, this is the contract. Oh, Arthur. It's Mummy's Boy. Mummy's Boy is my new podcast where I head back home each week to catch up with my mum and help bring her into the 21st century. Listen to Mummy's Boy every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. This is a crowd
1: podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Becky Rollerball Dyson. To be more like Becky, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marla Show, and become an official sponsor today. Mm. Who are you? What do you do? We currently don't have a clue, but give us 40 minutes of your time, and we'll get along just fine on the Joe Marla Show.
0: It's the Joe Marla Show. Hello and welcome to tonight's show. It's brought to you by Joe Marla, moi, Tom Fordyce. Eh? Uh, yeah.
1: Joe, your voice sounds a little bit better after last week when you had the croakiness, when we had our late night at the art gallery and the museum. I'd say it sounds 20% better. It's
0: getting there. I've gone from 40 a day to 20 a day now. So, slowly reducing the amount I'm smoking uh, in prep for pre season
1: to start. I'm worried, Joe, that you've been standing in the pouring rain because your shoulders are soaked.
0: Pouring rain, pouring rain.
1: But I've got good news for you, Joe, because I bought you a bacon sandwich. Oh, what a treat. When you were standing out in the rain making that phone call, I went round the corner and I had to choose from a, a limited but quite diverse range of sandwiches which one you would like. I've gone for bacon on sourdough, which I think you'll enjoy. Word of warning, the crusts are like concrete.
0: Yeah, you've done well there. I, I, I think I'm getting. Can I? I'll just have a bite of it and see. It, did you say make the crust <laughs> extra crispy? Did you? <laughs> I've got shit teeth as it is. Honestly, I'm having one out next week because it's just shit house. I won't bother, I'll just keep chewing this. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I am fucking ungrateful that you <laughs> bought this shower dough, shower of shit dough, bread for my bacon sarnie. I'll just have the bacon, I think.
1: Well, Joe, uh, some good news to lift your mood. Today we are speaking to an expert
0: in pest control. Oh, actually, that's a good one. I need to talk to him about some mole problems I've got. Like moles. That like, not moles. Oh, right. Like mole... Not guacamole's or <laughs> molly Marley, molly. I'm talking about like actual moles that live in the ground. Get him on now. Where is he? Today's guest is a pest controller and his name is Paul. Welcome, Paul. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Pest control. Talk to me. What is what's a pe- What's definition of a pest? Surely it's that's
2: subjective. Uh, pest? Well, it could be anything really. I mean, rodent. So we can tick off rats, mice, squirrels.
0: But are they pests? Uh, are what, they if, are, I, what if I I enjoy looking at a squirrel? Why is that a pest? Uh,
2: what, what about if it was in your say your loft eating all your um, memorabilia from your England days? How the fuck do you know? <laughs> my memorabilia is in. <laughs> the loft was it on loft. the walls then
0: no it's on it's in the loft it's just in the loft there in you a go.
2: big bucket because mo- most most people they're, 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 everyone chucks up the loft don't they anything they don't want down in the house all goes up in the loft okay yeah you're so right. pests you get in the loft are rats mice and squirrels and i mean i've been in situations where <laughs> i had a lady situation where she had a, a wedding dress in the oh, uh, in no. the loft um and she before looked, or after she'd worn it or was it uh well she didn't get it out every month just to do a parade <laughs> of it. Uh, it, was, it was i think it was up there for a few years and um yeah she had she she called me because she'd heard noises in in the in the in a loft in the evening uh generally when she was asleep and it was like scratching noises like this. and she was like uh, obviously, say so it's gone up there. Couldn't see anything um, anyway. I think they, s- they sent the old man up there, and he, s- he found some like evidence of like droppings. That's the first thing we look for, like when we go up people's lofts. And um, so, g- gave me a call. Gone up there, and uh, well, it's like it's like a bomb site up there. Was it? Yeah. Um, it was actually uh, it was squirrels, and they terrorised everything. They'd bitten into uh, all the boxes. Uh, his LPs got taken out of the game as well. No. Um, and all the weddings... From a squirrel as yeah, well.
0: Yeah. Fucking squirrel. Yeah, and I've then, really changed my mind on squirrels. Yeah, you don't want to
2: keep them as pets. Was it a grey squirrel? Oh, oh, it was a grey squirrel. Well, they uh, And uh, yeah, and they went for a uh, wedding, wedding dress and basically pissed over it all as well. <laughs> so it, instead of white, it was yellow. Yeah. And, and I've also had that before with rats because rats will shit over it all as well. How did the squirrels get in? So basically what they do, uh, they had a big overhanging tree, and it's gone up a tree, gone onto the gutter, walked all the way along the gutter and chewed through the uh, face of your board, got into the loft, because it can literally chew through wood, everything like that. Because what the thing is with squirrels, rats, mice, that that is saying, their front teeth continuously grow. So they have to chew stuff to wear it down. What? what? That, what? Is, that is how they operate. Their teeth always grow? Always grow.
0: So like with men, apparently our noses and our ears... Always grow. Yeah.
1: Speak for yourself,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> fucked, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm 31. My nose and ears uh, the size of this. I'm fucked. I'm not getting that out there. Um, but their teeth just grow and grow, grow and, and grow and
2: grow, grow. Yeah, rats. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've pulled out rats in I've told some of the situations. I've pulled out rats and some of the teeth,
0: yeah.
1: Like, a, what, two inches long?
2: Yeah. And also, the problem is, if they don't do that, they can't eat. Because their teeth, like, will, will then uh, get stuck with the bottom ones and they can't eat and they don't.
0: Oh, I'm starting Whoa. to feel a little bit... I've, hang on, the emotions, you've spun me round in the first couple of minutes. <laughs> I've gone from, what's wrong with squirrels, they're so cute and thingy, to then squirrels are twats, yeah. to then... Then they can't eat. And then rats and squirrels can't eat and mm. I feel sorry for them again.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of people obviously feed them in the garden, but that is, sometimes there's a reverse effect because they feed them there and then they go in and then their neighbours loft and and uh, hibernate and then they have kids up there. What causes
0: them to, like... D- d- or go into property?
2: Yeah, d- is it because the
0: property's dirty?
2: No, no, there's nothing to do it, it's just shelter. They just
0: want to go in there? Squirrel,
2: squirrels themselves are not, um, they're not looking for, you know, um, dirty property. They're just looking for shelter during, say, sometimes colder months. Uh, but they're also around in the summer, mainly in the, com- uh, in the winter, they're up there uh, hibernating nests. Uh, whereas rats, uh, sorry, mice—they're always looking into the property for food. Rats are so no different. But
0: uh, is it—is it a sign that if you've got rats or a mice
2: no, it's infestation not infestation that you've
0: got a dirty house.
2: Not generally, no. I mean, I, I've been in property where people, look, you know, I walk in some kitchens and I'm like, oh, wow, what well, is it hor- horrific? Oh my god, <laughs> that people, smell. What's the worst? Well, people what's say? The worst you've seen? People always say to me, they say, um, you know, what's the worst? You know, what's the worst pest? And there's lots, but for me, oh no, I know. You it, know where you, you know where I'll go from. It's how people live. Yeah. Oh. That <laughs> is, that is for me is one thing that when I come into this industry, I was like, well, oh, I'm going to be shocked by a lot of things. But that, by far, is the most fundamental thing that's shocked, uh, shocked me by far.
1: What's the worst house you've seen? Well,
2: it's, it's one of those things where you wipe your feet on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> so, worst house to say. I mean, I've, I've had plenty, mate. I mean. Worst house I've probably seen it was the house that uh, had an issue, a big issue with uh, cockroaches. Oh, oh God. Have you seen Have you seen cockroaches before? I've got a lot of cockroaches well, I've, I've cockroaches seen it on uh, Men in Black. Oh, right, yeah, the ones that come out of the... Where did they come out of? They
0: come out of this bin. That's right, yeah. And, like, he just hits it and then there's loads and, and then there's, like, this fuck-off big one, isn't it? That, That's That, right, that yeah. one turns into massive. Can you get... Hang on. Do you remember the marine biologist... Uh, episode yeah. where he said there's this thing at the bottom of the sea that is like a giant yes. cockroach but it's all white isn't it yeah because because uh, i said can you actually get giant he said well, yeah, like an albino cockroach. Th- yeah it's all white and thingy and it's well how big did he say a couple of foot yeah and i'm like what the fuck anyway you've not seen one of them
2: no oh I haven't gone down the to that far. <laughs> yeah. So this house with a cockroach? Yes. So got a call, landlord. Uh, yeah, one of my tenants uh, has a problem with some bugs in the kitchen. <laughs> so he's seen a few bugs, few, uh, bugs apparently uh, on, on the kitchen units. I was like, all right, so I am thinking possibly cockroach. Who knows? So sometimes you don't really know because you get, you know, you don't get the full gist of the story. Um, so, you know, my my. Client is the is the landlord, not the not the tenant. So get, get the address, turn up Monday morning, twelve o'clock. Uh, most people at work. Knock on the door. All the curtains closed. For oh, it's a bit strange. A bit strange. Uh, so it's a big flat above uh, above a shop. Uh, open the door. Women standing there smoking. So I was like, all, right. all the curtains closed midday. I was like, Ev- everyone up. No, you're here for the bugs. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it was quite a bizarre setup. It was uh, one kitchen, one bathroom, but two families shared uh, two bedrooms in there. Okay. So as soon as the doors opened, I can smell it. Cockroaches. You can smell cockroaches. What do they smell like? Damp, musty, stale.
0: It actually smells a lot like my undercarriage most days.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, have we got cockroaches in here? <laughs> uh, so I thought, yes, cockroaches straight away. So very dark, so I've pulled open a couple of curtains. I'm walking in the sort of hallway, down at left. In, so I'm walking towards the kitchen. Already seen something on the floor, Scuttle, Because way cockroaches, they're really quick. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah. As soon as you've got light on them, it's really dark, this kitchen at the moment. Quite a big kitchen, probably about three times the size of this. So I've gone in there with a torch, put the torch on. And I've looked at the wall and the whole wall's moving. Oh no. my God. Everythi- everything's going behind units. <gasps> oh, like God. It's going up there, like running up running up the walls, and it's warming there. And there's things with cockroaches, Th- things they like. Heat, there's a boiler in there. Uh, food, food everywhere on the fucking floor. Oh, spill- food spillages everywhere. Like literally, I can look at the plimps, you know, like the bits of wood at the bottom, yeah. and I can see the food going up. No, I'm like,
0: no, how sure. the fuck do people live like that?
2: That's just, well, that's just what I said earlier, didn't I? That how is a they, thing. that's fucking minging So I'm, I'm looking around. I was like, right, I'm just going to pop, pop the van. I want to get, pop, put all my suit on and stuff because I think this is, this is dirty in here. <laughs> so I come back. I mean, don't get cockroaches. It's just clean ass. Put it down. No. <laughs> so I come back in. I've going to put my suit on. It's dirty in here. <laughs> come back in, and uh, so I've got to talk to. Open the windows a bit. Get a bit more light. And she's standing there, eating a bit of toast, as you do at twelve o'clock at lunchtime. Yeah. So I'm saying you've got a bit of issue with cockroaches. Oh you? they're cockroaches, though, yeah, I've seen a few, uh, I said, listen. <laughs> I said, listen, you've got more than a few. I've I've probably already estimated about five hundred ish. And that's just God. on one side of the of the kitchen. Oh. So I'm starting put opening these units. There's all the cups. Pulled out a cup. Turned it upside down. Five or six fell out of that. Oh, oh it hell. Pulled out the drawers, all the cutlery, full of cockroaches. Oh! That gets worse, because then I'll get to the food cupboard. Oh, my God. Pulled out the loaf of bread. Yeah? No. entered the loaf of bread, all of them fell out there. Looked in the toaster. <laughs> yeah? Turned the toaster upside so down, they all come out there. Turned to her, I said, uh, that bit of toast you're just eating, was that from that loafing in that toaster? She goes yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I suggest you spit that out then. And she literally ran in the corner and uh, yeah, I mean, and that's how it went. It went on from there. It was probably one of the worst cockroaches I've ever had. I would have say, at least 2,000, 3,000 cockroaches. In, and it's obviously had been left for so long because they breed so quickly. All different sizes and they oh. were actually German cockroaches. How do you know they had, had a bit of like uh, um, um Yeah, they were, they were German. I mean, you can see the... the Really, there's two types of cockroaches you get in the UK: uh, Oriental and German, and nothing to do with nationality of how they look or anything like that. It's just the shape of them. And but these were all German cockroaches. Breed really quickly. Very well organized. Very well <laughs> organized. Really good at taking penalties, and <laughs> you know, all that. And um, yeah, I mean, they, and the problem is they just breed so quickly. How how quickly? Did, if we had a cockroach couple on this table in front of us all depends on the conditions of the area. So the kitchen was really hot because the boiler was in it. Let's say the cockroaches are uh,
0: based in my Underband. undercarriage. Uh, um, so it's it's perfect, actually. It's perfect moist. Perfect breathing area. Yeah? It's warm. There's no food, though. It, uh, we can we can get a little bit of croissant down there no. if you want.
2: Or <laughs> that bacon sandwich you had before. Ba- no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit hard, that. Sorry, Tom. Thanks. I've got sensitive teeth. Yeah. It, I don't know about you, Tom, but after hearing that, I'm really intrigued to, to know what a toasted cockroach tastes like. Can you... Right, I think you? you
2: can get them in the Far East,
1: <laughs> Is it true with cockroaches? Because when I've travelled in the Far East, many years ago when I was backpacking, so you're staying in not particularly salubrious joints, yeah. you're staying in huts, and the cockroaches were the horror, because yeah. they'd wait till you were still, and then you'd hear the... Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're nocturnal generally. Are they? But if you have a big, big issue, then you'll see them during the day as well. Is it true they lick toothbrushes? What they've got tongues. Well, what it, I mean, they are disgusting. The way what they feed on as well so is not just food. They feed on. They also they will feed on each other's shit. What they will feed on their vomit, and this is also a way of we control it uh, for the insecticide that we use that we put down. What they do, they feed on the insecticide, and then when they die, the others eat their pals oh. so where, where, is their, where have these ones over here have all been killed off with insecticide it's like a big uh, cascade effect um, and that is a good way of being able to treat big infestations like that because we just use their biology, how they operate to um, you know, control
1: it. This will sound a very strange thing to say when we're talking about a creature that A. eats its own shit and vomit and then mm. eats its mates mm. <laughs> do you ever find yourself in a strange way admiring how because i've heard that a cockroach would survive a nuclear war which may be yeah, bullshit
2: but i mean so, I mean some of the pests we have to deal with are really resistant to 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 a lot of things i mean another one going on from cockroaches is bed bugs oh yeah one of the most toughest pests to shift because they're so resilient to to the insecticides we use and way they way they can hide themselves i mean bed bugs are probably one what of is them. a bed bug so don't, don't, that's a bug you find in the bed. It's a bug you find in the bed. Well, Excellent. I, you know, <laughs> How bugle- big are we talking? Can I see it? Apple seed size.
0: Oh, mm. good. Okay, now, But yeah.
2: the thing is with bed bugs, you don't... You will not generally see them easy because, A, they're nocturnal, so they'll be out at night. And they only will, will surface when people are in that room because they want to feed on you.
0: <gasps> oh.
2: So what you generally will wake up sometimes, you'll be like, oh, I've got some uh, scratches and... And rashes on my legs, on my arms, and generally they're at ankle level and and legs. Uh, It's like a sort of like a big group of, say, like 10 or so bites. And that's where you you know people would look at that and think, oh, maybe I've been bit by a a couple of mosquitoes where I've been sitting outside at night. But I mean, some of the situations I've been in with bed bugs is is quite (laughs) disturbing actually. Like I had a a lady where she was an old girl and uh, she was embarrassed because she had bed bugs, she knew she had it and she was sleeping upstairs and then she'd moved downstairs uh, because she was getting bit didn't tell anyone moved downstairs with a sofa but the problem is she brings them downstairs with <gasps> her
0: so oh, then no. the sofa
2: and c- 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 literally the whole house when when a- they when they go on the sofa yeah. do they become sofa bugs? <laughs> <laughs> or do you still refer uh, to I think it, I think it was a, I think it was a pull out bed <laughs> <laughs> so kinda of got away from just okay. you know. okay. Uh For bed bugs generally are not always in the bed beds either because they will go in any nook and cranny hiding until the time's right for them to come out, they're going plugs, uh plugs. behind skirting boards, light fittings. You know, what one I come to do the insecticide treatment of in the room, we have we've had to chuck mattresses out. I mean I've pulled I've pulled off sheets and seen people's mattresses where it's a white mattress, the whole mattress is pretty much black. Oh. Generally they're clearish. Well, once they're fed on you, as in your blood, they're really dark, like a mahogany colour, and that's your blood in there. But they're all all huddled together. And then at night, when you're in there breathing, all your air it it draws them out and they feed on you, and they go back there. And they are one of the most trickiest pests to get rid of because they'll be all along the... Some of the the, um, rooms I've been in, all along the skirting boards behind the beds, uh, in in the side cabinets, in the drawers, in the cupboards, in your clothes... So some, all your clothes has to come out, bag it up, down the laundrette, high high wash, long wash, and high temperature to kill off all the eggs because the eggs are tiny. Oh. Is it? So I stayed. Is your, ma- is your hair staying on your uh, arm? Okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went on holiday. I Went of a weekend break with a couple of mates in Hamburg
2: mm.
1: one time, and one of the rooms had bed bugs and the girl realised because it was almost like they sort of nibbled in very straight lines. It wasn't like random all no. over. No,
2: they're, 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 it's groups.
1: Yeah, it looked like almost like she'd been harvested. And she had terrible bites all over her body. Mm. And then we think that the bed bugs travelled in her clothes back to her house.
2: Absolutely, I say it. I say it usually does. Um, I mean, the thing is, what we, it's like when you go on holiday, you know, you pack your case up in your ass, you go, you go on holiday. What's the first thing you do with your suitcase when you get to the hotel Stick it on the bed. Chuck it on the bed. Get all your clothes out, you know, bang it wherever. And then when you, on the reverse, when you're coming home, you do, you do the same. You put your, put your suitcase on the bed. Then you come home, and what do you do with your suitcase? You go upstairs, put a suitcase on your bed, and do that. So if they're in the case or in your clothes, they just hop out.
0: I feel, I feel like I'm constantly looking at all the plug sockets, and <laughs> I feel itching <laughs> stuff around me now. I'm like I'm, Any little movement on me, I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got something.
2: And also second-hand furniture they bought in people who buy stuff on ebay is always night? there's a nice uh, unit or something or you know what's we'll, we'll all the things on facebook the old uh, buy swaps well, buy, sw- that, buy, buy swap your local area yeah. selling this i mean you don't you don't know from adam where where that's coming from yeah it looks all great you can't see it you bring it back bang it in your room three months later you've got a massive infestation of bed bugs and you think well, actually where's that come from oh. and also it comes it comes also from people who, who come and stay around your house Sometimes they don't even know they've got it, and they come in, and you know, only takes one or two, and then they're in, in your property. And what it is with mattresses as well is you, you pull, you, you just look at mattresses, you never see it. You, you you'd have to pull the sort of corners of it back, so in, in the crevices or under the buttons. If you lift the buttons up, they might even be underneath. Oh. But it's a framework; it's the ones where they always are underneath in the corners. I really, can't really wait to get to back
0: home now and. <laughs> Lift the button. Check all the nook and crannies of everywhere. <laughs> and
2: and like, like, it, you know, people would never stay hotel with you. I mean, big hotels have had problems. I'm worried They're about the hotel we stayed hotel. in last
0: night, Tom. Mm. It's making me feel all oh. itchy. Yeah, what? Maybe that was a
1: well. Oh, Joe, yeah. mm-hmm. so, sh- do you want to? We need to, uh, to go to an ad break. Sh- do you want to check your crevices while we have some adverts? <laughs> <numbers?
2: laughs> I've got a torch in a van. If you want, to. <laughs> excellent. Let's go check the crevices. I'm Ellis James I'm Mike Bubbins And I'm Steph Guerrero I would kill off
1: with any footballer to get a Premier yeah, League absolutely. game absolutely Would you? <laughs> Not a problem Ian Dowie We've got a comedy podcast called the Socially Distant Sports Bar It's <laughs> Liverpool versus Arsenal here at Anfield It's the big kickoff. New player Mike
0: Bubbins who got off with Ian Dowie in the
1: week Jurgen Klopp, of course, said that he's perfectly happy to play Bubbins in a front three alongside uh, Saha Firmino. Oh, well, Bubbins, I mean, 48 one. years of age, has never played football, but he's snugged Ian Dowie for two and a half to three minutes as stipulated according to Premier League guidelines. Dowie said he's got no idea how good Bubbins is. Word on the street is that he's not great, he's morbidly obese. It's about sport. But not really.
0: He's not fit, and he doesn't know where to stand. As his first touch is woeful. and I mean woeful. But he got no. off with the injury. That's that those are the rules, son. it?
1: Is the new guy that I don't agree with? it, guy don't agree with it.
0: None of the explanations. Shut up! Shut up! I'm gonna die. Download it from wherever you get your podcasts. Beneath the veneer of the everyday lurks the realm of the spy. From Wondery, I'm Raza Jaffrey. This is The Spy Who. The podcast exploring true spy stories you were never meant to hear. With secret operatives playing to very different rules. We'll reveal the invisible work of the world's intelligence services, unearthing daring missions packed with danger, deceit and double-crosses. Follow The Spy Who wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Right, Jojo, it is that time in the show where we thank our patrons, the official sponsors of The Joe Marler Show. Ant, not Deck Edgley. James, the film star, Dean. Matthew, Fairtrade, Fairs. Peter, Benny and the Jets, Bennett. The notorious B.E.G., Becky Eaton-Garrett. James Jimbo Blackman. And come up and see me, it's Harley Steve. To be more like Aunt James, Matthew, Peter, Becky, James, and Harley, go to Patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show, and
0: grow the show. Right, my crevice has been cleared. Um, I'll take the gloves off,
2: <laughs>
0: and I feel wonderful after that little ad break. Thank you, Tom. I said earlier about one man's pest being another man's pet, and that I've actually felt sorry for squirrels. Mm, mm and then you described them as ruining and pissing all over wedding dresses mm. and I thought, mm. you fucking twat of a squirrel.
2: Mm. But what about moles? Yeah, I do a lot of work with moles. And um, moles pests? Yeah, um, I do quite a bit of work with golf courses involving moles. One of the jobs at the moment, we caught, uh, caught over, over quite a few months, caught about 40. 40 um, on the golf how do you
0: stop a mole ruining a golf course?
2: So basically, uh, obviously, you go on a mo- uh, golf course and you generally will still in the mole, So it was all lumps of uh, mud everywhere. Um, and w- what the problem was with the golf course is that all the members that have paid quite a you know additional money for they walk over on the hole and they're sinking because of the tunnels that the, the moles oh. have, uh, have created. And bear in mind, a mole one mole themselves can travel probably about three three to four acres alone. What? And they're yeah, the solitary animals they only come together when they mate, so they're not they're not, you know, always in massive packs. So when you when you say we've obviously caught forty on a golf course, you can tell how big the issue has been for them over, you know, eighteen holes, um, over a period of, of months. So the way we we, uh, we deal with moles is say you've got mole over there, mole over there, I and mean, this is very basic. Uh, we have like a sort of a tool where you can sort of press down and then trying to find a tunnel. And then when you press it, it gives way. The ground gives way. You know between there somewhere is the tunnel. So what you do, you do a bit, little bit of digging. And then you can literally go down and you'll, you'll see a hole one side and a hole another. And then what we do, we put a trap in there. So kill it, it'll kill them, but it's instant kill. How does it kill them? Uh, well, a trap would just uh, clip on them and they'd be, be dead in seconds. Well, like it, what, it what, cuts their neck? Or? It doesn't cut their neck. But it depends on the angle they go. And it'll snap them and the mole's dead in seconds.
0: I had moles... I had, like, mole problems in both the last house I was at and this house. I got the impression they'd followed me as well, (laughs) even though it was, like, a good 10, 15-minute drive. Little blind moles. (laughs) It was like that little fucking mole. He's followed me, like, up here or she. And instead of doing the sensible thing and getting pest control out... I just started flattening the, flattening the hills. <laughs> probably yeah. one of the
2: worst things to do. Yes, yeah, so I was just
0: flattening the mounds and hoping that the grass would come. come and then through. the
2: fo- following day, they came up on another. Came boat. up
0: again. There's yeah. fucking hundreds. Honest, mate. All these mole hills. I was yeah. losing. my... Daisy would be pissing herself. Oh, moles again. I'm like, what are you laughing at? They're ruining the fucking
2: garden. How many moles do you think? You have?
0: I reckon I had about thirty or forty moles. Probably hills. one mole see this is what when I first eventually got round to do it that's what that bloke said to me I said what do you mean one mole mm. is doing that because he put a load of traps down mm.
2: Mm.
0: and he said th- I thought I was expecting like these ten traps to come out with a mole it was just one mole it was just one <laughs> mm. mole but what I did before going to that view I got. I bought um, a big 10 me- <laughs> <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> I, bought, <laughs> I bought a big ten metre roll of astroturf Turf <laughs> and uh so there's a, there's a patio and th- then it drops down to the like the garden bit and there was all these molehills and i thought well, i'll squash down all the hills <laughs> and just put this astro turf i roll this astro turf out and just hide the hide the miles. and it works you know so like, they're banging brand- their heads it was actually. like a brand new garden but then you'd started notice there was still like <laughs> it's like little- a camel <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like, oh god up and down up and down up and down and then after about a week I rolled up the the AstroTurf and it was incredible what I saw was amazing the tunnels Tunnels. you saw the tunnels underneath all the tunnels and everything and Mm. it was I was like that's amazing Mm. for something that's blind fuck he makes some really impressive tunnels Um, but that didn't last long that like impressiveness was like no fuck off you're going called him up this mole guy came round
2: was he the mole man? He was <laughs> the mole man. As a matter of things, I'll be. Rat boy, rat man, rat boy. <laughs> mouse boy, as a mouse boy, anything, mole man. Anything with cockroach? We, yeah, I uh, think it's out of order uh, that I didn't
0: actually probably ask his name. I did just refer to him as the, the mole, mole man. man. I think he liked it though because he got quite excited about this one and he was putting all these traps down below and he said, oh, I'll come back tomorrow to check thing in. I was like, oh, cool. He said, I got a load in the car though. I went, What? said, oh, I've just come from uh, Roger Daltrey's house. What? You know, the, <laughs> yeah, things, you know, and, things, or the who? Yeah. I went, what? He said, yeah, I've got a couple of miles from Roger Daltrey's house.
2: <laughs> OK. He sounds like that's a trophy for him, then, isn't it? Correct. Kept it. Oh,
0: he was keeping God. them in the back. He said, oh, come over. I went, all alive, all right. I'll come over. They're all dead. I walk in the... Uh, round to his car, opens up these boot. He's got like thirty or forty moles in his boot. I bet
2: that I smells awful.
0: And I was like, "What are you doing?" He said, "Yeah, these aren't these aren't even my favourite ones." I was like, "What?" Okay. And he told me about an albino mole.
2: Yeah, yeah. I haven't come across them yet. He, he
0: was like, "I've got this albino mole. It's worth about five, six hundred quid." I mm. went to who? Who the fuck are you selling an albino mole that's dead to? Who's buying an albino mole for five <laughs> or six hundred quid? He was so excited. He came back the next day. The mole gone, we haven't had any touchwood mole issues since.
2: A lot of the people I go and see people, I think sometimes in the industry, try to do things first, um, but inevitably it either gets worse and then ends up calling professionals in. I mean, the problem we have, uh, you can get, with uh, denticides, are poison from rats and mice, quite readily available on on the internet. Um, and it's one of the things our agency wants to sort of cut back on a little bit because although you can get it, it's not the same dose as what we can get. But, you know, people just quite willingly chuck poison down. If they have got to put them in a the loft, I'd oh, go up there and absolutely cover the loft with poison. And then, you know, maybe a rat will take it and then I'll get a phone call maybe a couple of months later. Oh, I've got this awful smell. Right, we've got, we've
1: got to talk about the smell because we had a serious rat issue. And this in bega- your house. Yeah, and this began...
0: Oh, you dirty bastard.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Joe. So you worry
0: about, are you worried about being judged? <laughs> so, it, it, I think there are people out there that if you say, oh, I've got rats, you go, oh, God, you dirty bastard, you'll have to move. Oh, God, you're fucked. You're completely fucked. I you mean, I've been in about-
2: a cleaner's houses, and people have got rats. It's not a case of all. Oh, one, OK, one, good. So. I've
0: cleared up the nice. stigma right. around having rats.
1: Do you know how it started, Joe? Like, you'd be in bed and whilst you were sort of moving around the bedroom, blah-de-blah, blah, blah, there'd be nothing. And just when you were falling asleep you would just hear a sort of... And in my head initially, I was like, it's a pigeon on the roof. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's that's what it sounds like. I get that like,
2: a lot. People always think it's birds. Yeah, but I, you'll never get birds at night.
1: No. But I'm thinking this is quite charming. Maybe we've got some, some young sparrows nesting in the, on the roof, and then Murph has gone, that's a rat. And I've gone, no, it's not, it's not a rat. Because you're thinking, A, how has the rat got in? Because there's no obvious holes. So we called the rat
2: man round. There you go. Batman.
0: They've got names. No, uh, the rats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they might have. Right? Well, some people know. have had rats so long, they might as well start calling them. Oh,
1: <laughs> so these yeah. rats, apparently, as you say, Paul, had come so when the house was built, they didn't do the drains properly, they, mm. they didn't shut off the access to the mains. So these rats were coming in through the drains, into the kitchen, and then they were going up, I don't know if this sounds familiar, Paul, the wall through the wall cavity, mm. to the attic, poison was put down, and the man who looks after the rats, Joe... Rat man. Rat man. Rat man. He said, you'll never see the dead rat because it will go somewhere lonely and dark to die, but you'll smell it. And when we came back to the house one day, the phrase, I can smell a rat, mm. I can smell a rat it made total sense because it's quite quite a sweet smell, isn't it? It's a distinctive ratty... Yeah,
2: I mean, really, the use of a it's a poison... That is, I mean really that is the last one. I mean I rarely I do use a when needed to control it, but that is probably one of the last things to do. Um there's other ways of controlling them. Uh and really the fundamental fix is finding where the hole is. Because you know, you you could you could be chucking poison down left, right and centre, catching rats and rats and rats. But if you don't go back to the source you're never fixing the problem. All you're doing is kind of sidestepping it and you're managing the situation. I, you know, this is where I, want, you know, when I went into the industry, what I wanted to sort of do to kind of make myself different from others uh, because anyone can throw uh, poison down. And what happens, you're, you're, you're poisoning a rat and it'll walk off and die in a wall cavity that's totally inaccessible. And then you get a smell for a couple of months, then you get flies. I mean, I've been in property where there's flies coming out of every crevice in this room. I'm worried about the amount of flies I've got in my kitchen now. You're making me panic. So trapping is the best way of doing it, really. Trapping in the lofts because, A, you catch it and you can remove it from the property. And there's other ways to do it. I've got, I have got have cameras in people's lofts to see if I can work out areas where they're coming in from. <laughs> Not in the bedrooms, <laughs> in the lofts. Uh, and also, have, I use different things, like UV tracking dust. So if they walk in it under UV oh, light, you sounds cool. Yes. You can see where they're coming in from. Cameras is a really good way of doing it as well because you're seeing angles they're coming in from. And, but the UV track dust is really helpful because they, you, under UV light, you just see it from a mile off.
1: Imagine if Daisy had access to UV tracking dust and she sprinkled it from your bedroom <laughs> to <into> the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, but she doesn't need UV <laughs> tracking dust does she like I'm eating all fucking night <laughs> and the crumbs are enough like and then I'll, I'll hoover up all the crumbs not with a hoover <laughs> I'll just eat it all she's just oh god I'd be proper fucked I'd be
2: absolutely I've, I've I've given people nightmares sometimes because they I had, a, I had a, an occasion where where a lady came down on a it was a Sunday morning I think she was cooking a Sunday roast she opened the fridge the joint weren't there anymore. So she would started moving stuff, and a rat had chewed through the fridge what? from the back. So it'd come behind a plinth, under the units, and chewed through all that plastic, and the bite mark was the size of this. It was about the size of your hand, and come through the fridge and eat the beef, eat the joint, and then fucked off.
0: I'm actually getting more and more impressed by these rats, and their resilience, and actually how... Oh, good. They're really quite and they also, they admirable.
2: Also, hoard stuff like another another client hoarder rats. No, they hoard food. Oh, I thought you meant and like they, 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 in
0: their like little nests. They've got like loads of boxes oh, all stacked shelving, up shelving, and uh, <laughs> like, all these
2: newspapers <laughs> all of, going back a few years, catalogues, <laughs> yeah. <Date> order. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember some lady. She had a, I remember this old girl as well. She had um, uh, some grapes in a corner of her kitchen. She come down one morning, grapes were gone. She goes, ah, oh, and she had a problem with rats because underneath there was droppings everywhere, underneath the which she didn't know about. And then what transpired, I was on a look around the kitchen and I had actually moved the grapes to the other side of the kitchen. I <laughs> <laughs> a- ate a few and then moved the rest there. Slightly like come back later and eat it. Have
1: you ever had, because we've heard some of your successful battles with pests, have you ever had a prolonged epic battle with a particular pest in a particular house where... The pest in question has pushed you to your limits and you've had to pull all sorts of tricks, stunts, and eventually...
2: Yeah, I mean, it, each each job brings its own testing time and, and, and effort. But, uh, I mean, bird work is one of the most trickiest, trickiest work. Pigeons, pigeon work is really difficult um, because, uh, A, you're working at heights. I do quite a lot of work with uh, solar panels um, and pigeons. If you have solar panels, if you get put solar panels on your roof, guaranteed, 100%, you'll get uh, feral pigeons nesting there. Not the wood pigeons, not the big, the great ones, so kind of the ones you see in Feral Square. Why do they go under solar panels? They go under solar panels for shelter, or warmth, because obviously it's solar, and and they're not dis- and they're not disturbed and they'll nest under there. And if you get pigeons under solar panels, they'll be there until you do something about it. They'll be back year on, year out. Um, they'll never leave. The young will be back there. And it's, it's all I mean, I've been in people's houses where they've had solar panels put in, obviously making a bit of money on that, but now they can't sit on their patio because it's full of pigeon shit. <laughs> or, Saving the world, yeah, but can't or, enjoy the world. Well, all the eggs run, sometimes the eggs fall out of the nests, all run down the tiles, splat onto the patio, eggs that have been up there months, can you imagine what smells like? Oh! They, they've pushed me to my limit before, because, you know, you go on a, you go on a property and they've got 19, 18 solar panels on the roof. You know, you got to, really. We only can we only can proof those solar panels because we, we'll spike it. But we only can do it once pigeons are left, um, and you can't just knock on the door and say, "Excuse me, can you leave?" So we have to, there's ways ways <laughs> you know there's ways to try to uh, not tie them out, but you you know you can do certain aspects of the, of the solar panels block off certain areas, leave a an exit point, and then you'll go back once they've gone and then just proof it. Um, but you've got to use the right material because I, I've been in, in property where people have tried to have it done with like mesh. But pigeons are relentless, they just push it through. Right. You have to use the right sort of equipment on just solar panels.
1: Just pure pecking,
2: and yeah, and, and they just cut them. All, I've seen it before. They just try to push their way through. And if if you leave a tiny hole, or the spikes are not the right size for the pigeon, they just push their way in. They're relentless, and they <sighs> they have pushed me to my limit. Pigeons. I've got
0: a newfound love for pigeons. Every every would you every would you, you still eat one?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I never eat one. They're disgusting. Oh, no. Are they disgusting. Oh, of course. And you can imagine what it smells like. It's been up there in, in the sun, baking under a solar panel. Oh. Is there anything that. Start you... an egg? Is
0: there anything. <laughs> Is, there... <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you wouldn't kill? So what, I. What I my realize, so, my So, my. I have a different. Opinion on what a pest is. It's
2: not a case of killing everything. It's no, different.
0: no. But my, so I've got a pest. I, I, you bring you up. Yeah. I said Paul got some pests, and he's like, you go. well, What pest you got? And I said, there's this cat. <laughs> he keeps fucking doing shits on the on the <laughs> patio. Is this a true story? No, he's not. He's not. He's he's not my cat.
2: As you say, the neighbours just realised that they ain't got a cat. Anymore. I don't know
0: whose cat it is, but I'm sick of it. I, as far as I know he's a pest yeah can you come and kill the cat what are you saying
2: killed a I was like curiosity killed a cat one. good uh, n- <laughs> no I think we pass on that one
0: you ain't killing a cat even no. though I've told you that it's a pest yeah that's your that's your cut off is it
2: well it's actually a pet and you can be done for um, know, there's laws about it if you kill a pet I think the it's like criminal damage that's the one but no, what, you, what, you what
0: can, if I what if I kept pigeons you can keep pigeons as pets you can keep pigeons as pets but you can you've just said about killing loads of you,
2: you have to weigh out the situations whether it's, whether it's you know <laughs> whether well, it's going to get you in trouble or not yeah whether, whether, Well, yeah, some, some bloke's f- asked me
0: to go kill his wife because it's what, been a really right? with the <laughs> no sorry that's come out no bloke has asked me to kill his wife what the fuck
2: am I saying so, uh, actually a lot, a lot of people say to me uh, can you sort out my pest i.e. my wife how oh, oh, many times I've heard that joke how yeah. many yeah. times i heard that what are
0: the joke? other go to or... pest jokes that you get
2: uh, pigeon pool I've got one <laughs> Pigeon Poles. Yeah.
0: What is the actual name of your company?
2: Uh, Fast Track Pest Control. I think Pigeon Poles is... Well, this is the thing. When I was starting a business, I was weighing up different names. You know, do you have a catchy phrase? Um, I mean, I've seen loads around pest controllers who have, have catchy phrases. But the thing is, yes, it's funny between pals when you're sitting down a pub, oh, my name's, you know, whatever. But is that name going to get you in commercial companies where a lot of my work's based in, in, in you know, doing office work and restaurants and pubs and like that. So if you're called Rat Boy, that's the hardest sell. Is, is is someone like whoever, like a BMW, going to say, oh, yeah, we're getting this fellow who's called uh, Rat Boy and he turns up in his rat van? <laughs> you know, art would Yeah, really. but how
0: good would it be? Oh, yeah, of course, it would how be like would
2: that. You, you Commercially-wise, I don't think it's probably the best way. What ever. about
0: Dumb and Dumber in the big... Uh, dog, dog car. Dog car. <laughs> what if you have a massive rat that's dressed as Batman with like massive teeth in fantasy like it's just a giant you're just driving a giant rat and you've got speakers that are going and then you jump out with um <laughs> rodney and, oh, and Del boy, Del boy. Yeah. They're, they're dressed up they come to every job with you yeah otherwise the joke doesn't work and you also come out dressed as a rat. I think going. Are I you think, worried you won't be taken seriously. I think so. I
2: also think going into someone's house and trying to get up a loft dressed as Batman with Robin in <laughs> tail behind might be a bit awkward. I mean, I'm six foot four and I've been in some tight situations. I don't really feel like I need to wear a cape. <laughs> wouldn't
1: you be better off when this person has called you pigeon Paul? Mm. Wouldn't it be more accurate if they'd called you anti pigeon Paul?
2: Very true. Good. Really good. So I, I I'm, I'm. I've been turned into wasp. I'm wasp man at the moment. It's obviously oh, yeah. wa- wasp season. Uh, well,
0: don't you feel a bit sorry
2: taking out wasps?
0: Uh,
2: not really, no. Why would you feel so good? Because well, they always interrupt your barbecue, Then <laughs> they? just. You have a drink, you have, get your burger out, and you have an un- unwanted guest of uh, four wasps around, you're trying to drink d- your lager. They have <laughs> incredible
0: <laughs> nests that of are course, so yeah. impressive, oh, to, impressive to oh, look at. Yeah, We've absolutely. had a couple of wasps' nests that mm. have them fallen down or whatever in the. The winter or yeah. after afterwards, and the kids are fascinated. And you open it up, it's like fucking hell. These are incredible. Mm, mm. Don't you feel bad for killing them? Uh, no.
2: <laughs> you are, I'll be, I'll,
0: there's a theme here. You are a heartless. Yeah. Piece of shit. Correct. really, to the pest yeah, world. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah indeed. Uh, I don't. I, no, I don't feel that at all because, I mean, they get they get themselves again. They get themselves in really awkward situations. Sometimes, I mean, I had I had one last week where. um there was a, uh, they were actually coming through the uh, kitchen ceiling uh, where they'd built a nest in the cavity and they'd just kind of found their way down and they'd chewed through the plasterboard because what it wasps do, they chew through plasterboard and they don't make the nest from that they, they basically take bits of plasterboard and throw it out they go out at the exit point and chuck it away come back and keep doing it because the nest uh, continues to grow, it needs space so they chew everything around it make space for it and then get rid of what they don't need
0: That's really impressive. impressive. That
1: Wasps are really impressive. Yeah, Isn't there, Joe, I think I'm with you here because actually I'm with both of you, which shows that I'm weak-minded. Because, (laughs) Paul, I agree, particularly in sort of late August, September, you might go out with the kids for a picnic and then they both start crying because there's five wasps and then you just get in the car (laughs) and you go home and it's ruined. But, Joe, I'm with you because A, the wasp nest is a thing of wonder. B, I've heard there's lots of plants and crops that only wasps can pollinate so we should keep them alive then
2: yeah paul how many do we need to keep alive what's the balance uh if you talk to all my clients there would be zero <laughs> 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 i mean especially at the end you're right at the end of season august september wasps just are a pest it's just you know they're kind of not dying out but they're getting a bit That was the saying they do get a bit drunk because of how much booze they drink. Hang on, you get drunk wasps? (laughs) You do get drunk wasps. I mean, you you know, you've only got to look at a pub at that time of the year and they're always in pint glasses that have been left on the tables. And, you know,
1: they're only a small creature. Do they, like drunk wasps, do they uh, exhibit the same behaviours as drunk humans? (laughs) They get lairied, they start copping off.
2: Depending
0: on the drink. Yeah. I If they're they're having a JD and Coke, there's a couple of wasps fighting. yeah. Yeah. You know, Stella. I've, Stella? St- st- oh, don't go there. Especially when I get out. They're wearing on. vests. Just <laughs> <read. laughs> uh, drive vests. Yeah. And then uh, red wine, you just got these like really fancy, posh wasps that are just actually pick up a cigar as well. They start s- chewing on a cigar. Bloody, and, had a bloody great day. Oh, oh, That was wonderful, wasn't it, Waspy? Yes, Waspy, was it was. Sitting there with their waspies.
2: feet up, drinking a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been stung by a wasp? Here, here we
1: go. So not only have I been stung by a wasp, my worst wasps thing was in the summer, as described, and I'm drinking a bottle of lager and I'm playing table tennis. So the point ends and I reach my bottle of lager. Without looking into the bottle of lager, I swig it. Mm. And then I feel this extreme pain in my mouth. And I'm like, I've swallowed glass. And it's like the glass is moving round my mouth, stinging top of my mouth, my tongue, my throat. I've spat. This dirty great wasp has come out. And wow. I couldn't eat for about 3 days and mm-hmm. my throat was really tough. <gasps> like that because of the the wasp.
0: I've never I've never been stung by a wasp. I don't know what it does it is it bad? Do, I think you should take pain. One. Instant pain. What sort of pain like pain scale out of 10? What am I looking at? What well, can you take pain? I don't know, I haven't been stung by a wasp yet. Well but you? you've been punched in your face, haven't you? Have I got a face that looks like it's been? Well, I've watched rugby. (laughs) Yeah, funny enough, I have. Uh, Um, It's it's,
2: it's instant. It's sharp. It's probably like a needle sort of prick. How long does it last? Uh, A few hours.
0: See, I think I want to get, I want to get stung by a wasp. So know what that, and I also want to try getting stabbed. (laughs) What? Yeah, this is the part of my bucket list. This is—I was just going to say—it's a very strange. Like a list. like a legit, like a legit safe one knife. Where so, would you want to get stabbed? Just like in my stomach, but not like in my stomach, like on my muffin top, so I know that. <laughs> so I know what the pain is like, but yeah. I will survive, and also, it might involve having to get an operation that just cuts off my muffin tops.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that's my
0: theory. Wow. That's my theory behind all of that. Most one. people
2: want to visit like nice places in the world. And Joe wants to be stabbed. <laughs> and Joe, stung by a wasp. And stung right? by a wasp.
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you an infestation option here, Joe. You have to choose one of the following infestations from my list. Mm. Would you rather have an infestation of A, wasps, B, rats, C, cockroaches, or D, pigeons? I can add another one into that. Yeah? What, what about ants? E, ants. <sighs> flying ants. Oh. F, flying ants.
0: Surely the best way to get rid of flying ants is just a kettle.
2: What about if are in your bathroom? Mm. Upstairs. You're just going to pour hot water in, into the bathroom floor? It's going to seep into the kitchen underneath? it
0: has got a valid point. John. I haven't thought that through. And what, what, about, that?
2: what about if they're in a wall cavity that you can't find a nest? How Wait, are you going to do that? You uh, sh- knock sh- the, knock
0: sh- the wall down? Do you want to know the truth? I'm not, I don't actually know what... You've said it a lot. I don't know what a wall cavity is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, you should have said I would have explained it to know. you. I know. Right, so you got <laughs> a wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I keep saying wall cavity in my head. Right? Do you want me to, do you me to explain cable? it to you? Or what the cavity? fuck is a wall cavity? Okay. Yes, please. What about a
2: ceiling cavity? Or is that not the same thing? Don't even get me started. I don't know what... Like, cavity is something to do right, with so teeth. Got it. <laughs> so, house, external brickwork... Yeah. then there's a gap in between, and then you have the internal bitwork. The gap in between is the wall cavity that's usually filled with insulation to keep the house nice and warm. Fucking hell. That's the simple terms.
0: cavity cavity's the same. I don't, you got mi- a I don't mind if there's something in the wall cavity. They
2: what, could just what, live there, because it's not coming through the lot. Well, what about if it's a rat's running up the wall cavity into the ceiling, and into your loft?
0: A rat can run up a wall. Oh,
2: yeah. How do you think they get into lofts? They come from the drains. Fucking so hell. not going to borrow I, your ladder. <laughs> I, just thought
0: the, I thought they had just their going own up ladders windows. I thought they had their own ladders that they took places to or they had like the same thing as Batman with the pshh, oh like
2: the oh, gun. His hand, they've it? got little rat oh, guns saying,
0: huh? that just zip wires up onto hook, the hook onto the hook on yeah you haven't <laughs> you haven't chose what pest you, you oh, or, yeah. oh yeah so it's
2: so it was like a list again yeah
1: A wasps B rats C cockroaches D pigeons E ants. Ents. F flying ants.
0: What's the thing? I have to have one. Yeah. Not as a pet either. Um, for, and what's the time length? Is it rest of my life? Paul. Moles. Oh,
2: oh is do you know know that moles oh, is it. It's a month. Moles. Month. But it's a it's, month.
1: It's a month when you're spending a lot of time at home, number of social engagements uh, based around the the garden. And kitchen.
2: It's quite a tricky area, because some of those pests would involve your bedroom, and some would not. H, bedbugs.
0: Oh, fucking hell. There's not a lot going on in my bedroom these days, anyway. Uh... Then it's H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going for bugs if I'm honest. Because I'll just sleep on the sofa, Let them let them have the bed.
2: You've also probably chose the most hardest ones to get rid of and the most costly to your wallet. Oh, fuck, I haven't <laughs> thought this through at all. Uh, I'll
0: go with... I'll go with what. In fact, no, I'm not going with any of them. Can I not have any? Depends if you employ Paul. Do I have to have all of these?
2: Whereabouts do you live? Have I got to come around your house and sort it? You, you didn't you know where Essex was, did you? you so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's obviously not in Essex. Paul, <laughs> fucking stop. <laughs> stop. You don't know you where Essex is. You sound really stupid. But you don't know what wall
0: cavities are. Oh, my God. Um, I, I'm not choosing one so fair no more from <laughs> me Paul from Fast Track Pest Control thank you for coming on anytime and, anytime uh, experiencing a very enjoyable episode all about pest control thanks a lot thanks for having me
1: Joe an episode that for me was equal parts fascinating and horrific
0: there's some dirty dirty bastards out there isn't there and unfortunately, Tom, I'm having to include you in it. You didn't tell him about your rat problem.
1: Joey's dealt with now, so the well, next time you pop over, you will be nowhere near a rat unless you're bringing one with you. Did he give you his card? Yeah, he did, when you? When he
0: walked out got well. his card, yes. Yeah, Are you so... worried about...
1: No, I'm happy. I'm not worried at all now because I've got Paul in the case.
0: No, I like Paul. Pigeon Paul. Pigeon Paul was cool. Anti Pigeon Paul. Anti Pigeon Paul was cool. Anti Pigeon Paul was cool. Anti Pigeon Paul was cool. Two bits of chat from me,
1: Joe. If you'd like to support the show, search for Joe Marler Show on Patreon. If you want another podcast to listen to, Joe and I would recommend Death of a Sports Star. Now, these are really unique documentaries about people like John Alomu, Kobe Bryant, Diego Maradona. And others. Go and listen to an episode. Tell your friends to do the same. Just search for Death of a Sports Star in your podcast app.
0: Who's on next week, Tom? An
1: ice cream innovator. An innovator of ice cream. Someone who takes ice
0: cream and makes it even better. That's weird. I I, I thought ice cream had already been innovated.
1: But perhaps it has, Joe, in which case it will be a terrible episode.
0: Oh, I thought you meant invented. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll see you next week.
2: Crowd Network. A place where you belong.